0: Happy Tuesday. Welcome back. It's time for Ratchet & Wrench Radio, strategies and inspiration for auto care success. I'm your host, Chris Jones, and today I'm joined by Erin Vaughn. Erin is the owner of Kinetic Auto Service in Regina, Saskatchewan. Erin and I are gonna be talking about something that's kind of a hot topic in the news, right? The four-day work week. Erin instituted this in her shop two months ago, and we're gonna be talking about how she did it, how her team liked it and what input they had on it. We're gonna talk about productivity and how a four day work week impacts productivity and KPI. We're gonna talk about customers and how customers adjust to a change like that. We're gonna look at whether or not a four day work week becomes an attractive offering for new talent in the shop. And we're gonna talk about how shop owners who may be interested in trying this can implement it. Here's my interview with Aaron, enjoy. Well, hey, Aaron. welcome to Ratchet & Bench Radio.
1: Thanks so much for having me.
0: Yeah, so you come to us as a guest from the Great North. Uh, tell us all about your shop and how you got in the industry.
1: Um, I got in the industry. It's a kind of a bit of a funny so- story. I was never really interested in cars in any way. And I was looking for some sort of thing to do with my life. And um, my wife kind of pushed me into doing something with my life. And so I kind of was going through the different educational facilities here. Like, you know, what should I do? I don't know. And somehow along the way, I was looking at this trade school and I found this position, this job. And I thought, hey, this would be kind of cool. Like, I like working with my hands. I like a challenge. I don't like to sit at a desk and I can do it anywhere. That was a real draw. So I thought, hey, why not? Let's try this out. So I was a technician for five years, I think, before I started my shop. Um, And I was, I started the shop with a partner who is no longer a partner. I think that's kind of a common theme that happens, but um, yeah, we just, the shop that we worked at went bankrupt and we're like, oh, we can do this. This is easy. Um, It's not obviously. And so we started up and that was over 12 years ago.
0: Wow. I love people's stories of how they encountered automotive because automotive seems like one of those places where people just kind of happen into. It seems well,
1: yeah, you know, I, I don't know if it's always a happen into. I think I see a lot more of my dad did it or um something along something along those lines. Or I was here, a lot of it is, you know, I worked on the farm, so it was a, a natural progression. But for me, like literally none of those things were correct. Like I, I didn't do any of those things. So uh it was it was an unusual entrance into the field. My grandpa though, he owned a shop when I was, before I was born. And I didn't know that until I started the shop until like I got into the trade. And my mom, my mom told me that I was like, huh. I tried to ask him a lot of questions about how he ran his shop and what his profit margins were. And he was not okay with answering those questions.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's funny. Cause it's an industry that I didn't give any thought to that. I, and here I am in automotive. I'm like, wow, this is a wild industry where you meet so many different people from all walks of life.
1: Yeah, true for sure. You do, and and it's actually kind of really cool.
0: It absolutely is. Yeah. All right. So I came across your shop as part of me following the four day work week buzz here in the states, you know. Um. And after reading your story, I felt compelled to reach out. So your shop has now gone to a four day work week. Can you tell us about the decision to do so?
1: Yeah, actually, it's something I've been thinking about for years. And um, the the main reason I had originally been thought, thinking about it was that I wanted some sort of draw to our shop for technicians. As you are aware, I'm sure we have a technician shortage. It is crazy. And I was trying to look for a way to be able to say, hey, look, like we care about your life. We want you to have a good work-life balance. We want you to work really hard while you're here during the day, but we want you to be able to have that fun at home. So, um, but that was years ago. And and I think about, I thought about it regularly, Um, I talked to my shop manager about it. He had some hesitations because, uh, you know, he was kind of worried about losing appointments in terms of the phone ringing on that day. So we kind of kept putting it off. And then finally, I was at an event where there was a woman speaking about staff retention and attraction in the labor situation that we have currently. And um, she had talked about doing stay interviews. So it's it's more like an interview with your current staff to ask them, like, why do you work here? What do you like here? What do you like about your job? What do you hate about your job? You know, a lot of those, how do you feel the culture is here? Would you like you know, more training? Like all of these types of questions to try and see what it is that keeps them here um, and would prevent them from leaving, I guess. So um, a lot, all of them, except for the manager said they wanted a four day work week. They wanted to try that out. And they said they wanted five sick days. They wanted, uh, more training. So like within two weeks, I had all that set up and I'm like, okay, let's go. Here's your training. Here's your sick days. Here's your four day work week. Let's try. And I think that there are those types of things that we need to look at for our staff. We need to make sure that they are feeling supported. They're feeling like they are in a career that they can stay in. It's a hard career. It really is as a technician. So um, I, you know, I wanted to be able to give them that ability to rejuvenate themselves, you know, have, have three days off, get extra sleep, do your chores, play with your kids, whatever. So yeah, uh, that was essentially it. I, I really just wanted to be able to provide a, like good careers, essentially.
0: How large is your team?
1: We have a small team actually. There's only five of us. Six actually starting tomorrow. I have an apprentice starting tomorrow, so uh you know I I'm and and so it, I think it w- will help with atten- with attraction. I think it will help with r- retention as well. So yeah, it is a small team, which is great because to implement big changes, you know it's it's a lot easier when you have less people to you know have different varying opinions about how things should be. So it is nice in a small team, and I think you know I think. I think probably quite a large percentage of shops are small, like, you know, you know, between four and 10 employees.
0: Okay. And so are you paying them for, are you doing four tens? Or are you doing, are you doing four eights and just kind of taking it into 32 hours? What's the, the setup you have?
1: We're doing four, nine and a half hour days at work on the tools. And then they have a half an hour a day, well, two hours a week is expected for them to do training. So I set them up with online training that that is fed to them daily. And, um, and then there's additional courses that they can take as well. But um, I had wanted to kind of try and balance that because they did want training, but I didn't want them to really have to be doing it in their spare time necessarily. So I kind of felt like that this was a good compromise.
0: I think that's kind of cool. So the trade on the clock. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, very cool. So everyone you know, wanted to do this. And I, apart from like you said, the, the service manager who wanted to have the, the time to plan his days and his schedule, which I'm sure he's happy that he gets his days. Well, but,
1: what, uh, well, actually, so what did end up happening is he works five days. He works Monday to Friday, eight to five. He's, he's got 40 hours in there kind of like, you know, I let him flex a little bit on Mondays but we still wanted to have that one day where we're answering phones and he wanted to have some time to be able to do management things you know be able to put you know look at numbers and make plans and him and I have meetings on those days every Monday so that we are on track we continue with the plans that we have going forward
0: Okay and what's the what's the day off is it a, is it a cohesive day off or is it a flex schedule day off like how how is the rotation It's Monday Monday is the day off
1: yeah. And that was the other thought too is like you know why have the case of Mondays? Let's just get rid of Mondays, <laughs> you know? So, uh, like, so we, I, I, I'm I, not in the shop regular. Like, I, I don't work in the shop. So, um, but it does look like, you know, those Tuesday mornings, it's everybody's there and everybody's ready to go.
0: Oh, well, that's good then. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Monday is a, it's a good day to have off.
1: <laughs> I think so. I don't <laughs> mind a Friday afternoon off either having, having maybe a cold beverage on a patio.
0: <laughs> that's true. Yeah. We used to do uh half day Fridays, which was grand.
1: <laughs> oh, that'd be great too. Actually, I've been, I'm trying to figure out how we get to that point where we are only working, you know, eight hours a day, or you know, maybe Friday afternoons are off. I am tr- still trying to work on that, and that really just comes down to us being able to book the right type of work and and continuously work on our productivity.
0: So, what's the consensus been like? You know, um, with the the team working the short week, how are they feeling about it? Are, are they feeling overwhelmed by the amount of work they have to come back into, or are they feeling good about it? Like, what's their what's their take on it?
1: They're feeling good. Actually. We had a, this is today, like at this point we've done two full months um, and I had a staff meeting with them on the 18th and they were, I asked them, you know, how are things going? And they, they're totally fine. The only we, we, you know, going through tire oil change season, it, it has, it was a little, a little sketchy this month. It was, we were really overwhelmed. And I think that, you know, next in the, in the fall, when this happens again, I think we're going to have to be able to schedule those oil changes, tire swaps a little bit differently because, or like draw them out a little bit better, maybe bring them in sooner, something like that, because it does take up a lot of oil change, tire change takes up a lot more time than, you know, a break job or, well, not take more time, but takes about the same amount of time for significantly less money. So we have to kind of try and work on that.
0: Yeah. And that was my next question was like, what were some of your early findings? Like, what have you learned about the the four, the four day work week and how it's working and how you have to calibrate the speed of work?
1: Yeah. Well, what we've known, because it's still really not that many less hours, it's only two less productive hours. Um, what we've found is that we have to just be very diligent with, um, booking the right type of work. So if we have a day, we've, we've had, we had this over the past couple of weeks, we've had days that were all oil changes and diagnostics. That was all the days were, and they were just overwhelming days for everybody. Cause it has to come in, get looked at, go out, come in, get looked at, go out. And so we've decided that we're going to do at least a 50, 50 of pre-booked work and, um, like, uh, diagnostic type work.
0: Okay. And so talk about KPI related things. Like, how, how has it affected any sort of technician efficiency or car count? Like, how, has it affected it in any like adverse way or has it affected in a positive way?
1: Efficiency is good. I, I do pay attention to efficiency. I pay attention to efficiency slightly less than I do productivity. So I'm looking at, at build hours. So, um, the last two weeks, no, the last week of April and the first week of May, we booked, we build more hours than they were there. So that's telling me that, you know, we're doing something right. And as soon as we get those month, those weeks, when we have those weeks that we do have a 50, 50, we are finding that, you know, that pre-booked work we got, we have the parts in the, in the shop. We're ready to go it just flies right by. It's really not stressful because, you know, you just bring it in, do the work, take it out. There's not as much work for the service advisors either. So, um, because they're not constantly quoting new things. So it's, it's a lot, that pace is a lot better. And that structure I think is going to be a lot better. We, we, again, may the last half of may was pretty dicey with tire changes, oil changes, stuff like that. So, um, but we we got a lot of pre-booked work from that, that we've pushed into June. So the next two, three weeks are just packed full of pre-booked work, which is great because that allows us to be able to kind of make that balance work. So I do mostly look at productivity, um, efficiency. My, my techs are efficient. I'm not... I, I look at their efficiency in terms of that's their job. They have to ensure that they are they are efficient. Um productivity is is a a shop KPI. Like what are we all doing together to make this work?
0: Okay. And then you talk about pre-booked work a couple of times. Like tell me yeah. about how you, which means to me that you must have your clients trained for the system as well, right?
1: Oh, cool. we trained. Yeah. <laughs> like um well and, and yes, we we have our clients very trained this is something that has been uh very important for us to be able to um, do over the years is ensure that our clients understand our processes because number one we have to be in control of our day that's the most important thing i think any shop owner needs to know or any service advisor we need to be in control of our day and so we do train our clients with our processes and through covid those processes got very um We really tightened them up. We were closed, like door locked for two years. So everything went online. So there was all of the things that would go, that had to work with us not being in front of a person. So everything went online. Our payments went online. We did vehicle pickup drop-off. And we kind of did train our clients to, to understand what those processes are. And they are great with it. So typically what would happen is, Somebody would come in for a diagnostic and it would depend, right? So like if it's a brake inspection and it's going to kill them, that vehicle's not leaving that day. We're going to make sure that we have this, the time to be able to change brakes. But if they come in with a check engine light and it's something that isn't going to kill any anybody or it not going to cause any damage to the vehicle, we'll book that out a couple of weeks down the road.
0: So I imagine to you know be this productive in a four-day system, basically you have to eliminate waiters essentially right like clients have to be on the ball
1: yeah like we don't do waiters we haven't done we haven't ever done waiters and i mean in there's the odd one i would say but i maybe two a year we don't do wait waiting the problem with waiters is that like i like people but they do like i'm talking about you know getting in control of your business um they talk to you and you can't do your job right and and so that is typically what we've seen um and it's just more convenient for them to just, you know, go about your business. You go about your life. We'll deal with your car, and when it's done, we'll have a conversation.
0: How does a shop owner train his customers to basically drop and go or to schedule online? Is that what you guys are doing? Are you having people schedule online instead?
1: They book online. Yep. They uh, we every appointment is drop off for the day. That's it. That that's all. <laughs> like, <laughs> And it really just comes down to, to be, I think, I think it comes from a higher level of who is your client, who do you, who is your best client? Who do you want? And then you have to market to those people. And once you market to them, they come and they appreciate your processes. They understand them. You're You don't bend them. It is just what it is. And, um, and, and that's it. Honestly, I I really think that it it starts with marketing. Who do you want to be your main client? And then you go from there.
0: So was there ever any concern about losing revenue cuz I feel like, you know, in in the United States, shop owners would be concerned about revenue loss if going to a 4-day work week. Was there any concern for that for you or were you so like into your books that you knew what you needed to do every day in order to keep the flow?
1: Yeah, we know what we need to do every day, but we also I, I guess it wasn't really a concern because we're appointment only anyway. It was just that we, now we don't have appointments on Mondays. So it, it really hasn't created, it, it was, it was very seamless, but I think it was seamless for us because we did have all of those processes in place and we have trained our clients to understand and follow those processes. So, and you, you know, the thing uh, you were, you've asked me about, you know, can this happen in the U S you asked me on uh, previously, um and yes, there are many shops in the U.S. that are already running a four-day work day, so or work week. Sorry, um, you know I'm in Facebook groups with other shops that are you know professionally run shops that are already doing this. There's actually one shop that runs two and a half days, and like I can't imagine how they make that happen. That's quite amazing.
0: Yeah, that's that's hard. <laughs> it those, seems those, it seems very difficult to do it all in two and a half.
1: Right, and the the those. They are, they work 28 hours and they get as much work done in five days as they do in two and a half or sorry, two and a half instead of five. It's quite amazing. And that like, it really just comes down to where am I losing my time? That's all this is, you know, I wasn't concerned about a loss of revenue because all I, I just knew we had to tighten up our processes to ensure that we could be productive and we could still bill out the same amount of time.
0: Yeah. But I guess with that shop, it's it's kind of riding on Parkinson's law, essentially, you know, that the scope of work expands to the amount of time that you have to do it in. So if you know you only have 28 hours to get this much volume in, you're going to get it done in 28 hours.
1: Exactly. Right. And, that, and that's exactly it. I think, you know, just think about, you know, if you go on a holiday and you only have four days to get your work done, you know, you're going to get it done because you don't want to come back to an extra day of work. So yes, I think that we all do it that way. And and as long as the entire team is that, that that's the culture in your business that the entire team is dedicated to ensuring that everything gets done in that period of time, then you're fine. If you do have if you have somebody that doesn't maybe believe in it or uh doesn't really doesn't doesn't want to be a part of that, then you do have some challenges and that's a culture thing that you'd have to take a look at.
0: Yeah. I mean, I could see it being Advantageous for shops who are looking to attract to attract younger technicians because I know that you know a lot of Gen Z employees have a different way of working. They they have a different style of work. They value their time. They value their social life. And I think being able to, like you said, present a, that extra day as a perk may be an attractive opportunity for a shop.
1: Yeah, I really think so. And that was you know at, at the very initial time when I thought about it, that was the whole point. I was looking for a technician, and I I, I thought that would be a good way to do it. And yeah, I think, I think that even through COVID, I think we all had this, um, I don't know if revelation is the way to put it necessarily, but I think we all took a really hard look at our lives and we, we, we went, is this what I want? You know, I think we we were um, gifted a bit of a pause so that we could look and say, hey, like, is this how I do I want to work seven days a week? You know, I know that I looked at myself and I, I thought, you know, I'm I'm working a lot. You know, I I think I'm working more than I should be in terms of as a shop owner, we're working all the time. Right. And I just felt like if if I feel like this, how do my staff feel? Do they feel like they have enough time to get their laundry done? Do they have enough time to spend with their children? And so I think we all kind of had those thoughts. And um, And I think it, the right thing for us all to do is figure out a better way to do things if, if it doesn't seem to be serving us.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think that was one of the, the best lessons to come out of COVID. It helped us all to re-examine our relationship with work, uh,
1: mm-hmm. how we
0: do work, how we spend time at work, our, even our own, like you said, our own personal processes and efficiency as it related to work.
1: Yeah, I think so. And I think we all maybe went, well, it is the Great Resignation. So I I think that we saw people going, you know what, I think I'm done. I think I'm done with this job. And I think, or I think I'm done working for now, because I want to go enjoy my life. So yeah, I I do think that everybody kind of took a hard pause. And so I don't know that necessarily it is the younger generation coming in that's, that's guiding these changes. I think it's all of us going, you know what? Like, we're tired. <laughs> there's there's just so – we're just inundated with chores and tasks and things to do. So, you know, I think it just helps – this helps balance.
0: Yeah, and that's for the health of your team. Like, has having that extra time off boosted morale?
1: Yeah, they all seem to be um, – they all seem to be a little brighter. Oh, no, I don't mean that in smarter, but they, they seem to be um, – Yeah. Like a little lighter maybe would be the way of putting it. You know, I, I, I go there when I do go there. I, they seem to be ready and, and willing to work hard. And yeah, they, they all have expressed that it's nice to have that day.
0: And how about for you as a shop owner? I know shop owners really grind hard for you as a shop owner. How is that helping with your work-life balance?
1: Oh yeah. Like I don't have one. (laughs) I really don't. I don't really, but, but I enjoy what I do. I think I have continuously put myself into positions in the business that have been enjoyable for me more than others perhaps. So I enjoy it more. So the working doesn't feel like work, I guess if I put it that way. So having that Monday, I'm still working, I still work all the time. But um, it's working on different things. And it's planning for the future. And, um, and I really, really enjoy having those meetings with my manager every Monday, because it, it gives us uh, like a, a path forward, I guess. And it, and it allows us to continuously ensure that we're on the right path.
0: All right. So for shop owners who may be interested in trying out a four hour, sorry, four hour, I'm thinking about Tim Ferriss, think about a four day work week, what steps do you have for them? Like how should they approach it? Um,
1: I think they should talk to their staff first of all, and and see if all of the staff are on board with that because everybody needs to be on board. I think they need to take a hard look at their shop, their build hours and their productivity and just see if it is something that is doable. Um, if they if they are able to do it, then I think they should do it. Like I said, you know, I hadn't seen weeks where we were billing more hours than we were working until we went on a four-day work week. So um, I think there are. And then also it comes down to processes. Like, you know, what are your processes? Do you allow for walk-ins? That will screw you up, screw up your four-day work week for sure. So I I think the best way to do it is really evaluate what your processes are, whether you're, you know, able to change that model over to something that is appointment based. And that is all, you know, that you're ensuring that you can be productive. You can use every hour of the day, every minute, every second of the day. Um, And I, I think that's really what it comes down to is really just like taking a step back and even finding a coach finding someone who um, who can maybe take a look at it for you so that you have an outside view of what's going on. I what what I've I've had coaches the entire time I've owned this business. And I and I I have a coach for my manager, I have a coach for my service advisor. And I believe that we need to be continuously learning and continuously growing and, and really truly understanding our numbers, what we're selling, how we're selling it and how we can make the most out of every day.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time today, Erin, and your insight on, you know, four-day work weeks.
1: (laughs) Yes, four-day work weeks, not a four-hour work week. (laughs) We're all trying to find that four-day work week, but I've yet to find that. If I do find it, I will call you and I will tell you how to do it.
0: All right, that sounds great. Well, hey, enjoy the rest of your day and we'll talk again soon.
1: Thank you so much. Take care.
0: All right. And that's going to do it for us here today at Ratchet & Wrench Radio. Uh, I'd like to invite you to follow us on our social media channels on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, as well as subscribe to our email newsletter, which goes out daily. Uh, And you can find that at ratchetandwrench.com. That's R-A-T-C-H-E-T-A-N-D-W-R-E-N-C-H.com. And may the rest of your day be the best of your day. And we'll see you next week.